Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! From the zany maroons of Zareth Mortis, I'm Slide Whistle. Yeah, we're out here in Zary Morty. It is I, Immunization. I did see, I heard you say zany, and I said, ooh, ooh, he's going to try, he's going to try. Uh, it was, it, it lacked a bit in the middle, but you you finished it up strong. Also, I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, and Horde Punching Bag. I'm not really sure what a zany maroon is, but, you know, we're in such an alien, lifelike planet that it's got to make sense somewhere out there. Speaking of alien business practices, Monster Hunter. Why, when I log in, you tell me, get ready for the new DLC, out now. And then I check, and it's out, quote, summer 2022. Were you just making sure I was ready? Yeah, I've been ready. <laughs> the game they're, came they're, out like two years ago. You. They're like, come on, Aaron, you know it's coming soon. Get ready, yeah, boy. Yeah, I w- and I would have bought it that day. But it gave me the update, and it's just like, when's it coming out? Uh, sometime. I was like, oh, okay, I'm ready then. That's literally, like, half a year away. But anyways, while we're speaking about, like, things that felt alien, I remember, like, going into this patch, they really hyped up Xerath Mortis as being, like, it's very alien-like. And then their, their, like, main example is, for some reason, like, you can walk on water. But, like, you know, we could do that as uh, Death Knights or literally most of the classes some way or another. But Slide and I were talking off pod a little bit, or, like, yesterday, I think, that they actually did a good job of actually making it feel alien, but... They, why did they choose the water walking as, like, their main thing? Yeah, I was listening to Thrall's Balls, shout out Thrall's Balls podcast, and they, they were saying how it doesn't feel like WoW, like the zone, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, it doesn't feel like WoW, and then I was like, but wait a minute, that's what they said it wouldn't feel like. So yeah, I, I guess I don't know why, they still don't know why they defaulted to, you can walk on water, but I have yet to find a body of water that I can immerse myself into. I'm always walking well, no, on top of it. No, you can't. Yeah, it's there is zero swimming in this area that features a fair amount of water. I think that they really should have said that, like, they should have focused in on the fact that there's lots of balls, lots of floating balls, lots of spherical things, giant balls, just lots of balls. There is. There's even that world quest that shows up every couple of days where it's just like, take some time and really think about balls. It's like wave your hand next to balls and you get ball energy. And then you get enough ball energy and you ch- take it back to Fareem and he's like, wow, there are a lot of balls here. Yeah, and then like you need like big ball energy and also like tiny ball energy. But that is one of my gripes so far with uh, this new patch. I feel like I've gotten that daily quest most days so far since the patch has dropped. And I'm like, guys, I, I know it's probably random. But I feel like it shouldn't be random at the beginning. I feel like every day you should get different ones until, like, you've done them all, probably. We're all on the same daily quest loop, right? We don't have different dailies from each other? Yes, I believe so. And yes, the combination of siphon ball energy and trap elemental guys in a cube did come up, like, three times in a row. And I was like, I mean, I guess I'll keep doing this. Yeah, I don't really understand how that happened, but I also don't understand. So there's a rare that you have to fish up. This is the jellyfish that looks really fucking cool. Yeah, Huracan or whatever. How does my fishing bobber get into the water if I can't walk on it? So how are the fish? Where are the fish? How are they? What is? Huh? Clearly your bobber is less holy than you. Like, it, it can enter the sacred waters, but you cannot. Sacred waters. What is that from? Is that the tree guy from Wad? Is that what that is? Uh, uh, yes. I think he said, we must purify the waters. Mm, that's it. That was good to hear again. I missed that bitch. I got a big gripe with Xerath Mortis, though. I feel like they need to buff the health of certain mobs and reduce the health of other mobs. Like which ones? Which ones would you be referring to? Uh, all of them. They need to bump the well, health of most of them. Well, you're gonna have to name specific <laughs> ones because here goes my early in the game time warp. I have one that I can't forget. I have to brain and that. Okay, y'all know how time warp works. So 
in 40 seconds, I need not 45 minutes. That's what my thing was set to. <laughs> it's going to be a long oh, time. Oh, man. Warm. I can do that. <laughs> in 40 seconds, I need you to give me as many rares as you can in Zary Morty. Are you ready? Yes. And go. Heracon. Uh, the Engulfer. Sandstorm Matriarch. Uh, Garudion. Big Spider Mother. I don't know her name. Fuck. Uh. Zarathura. Zathura Rura. His name's really weird. A lot of the names, I, I just don't know them yet. Fuck. Um. Um, um, um. Acarus is a sandworm. Um. There is. That annoying bird that I can't get to, that I see his name all the time and it annoys me because I can't fly yet. Oh god, what's his name? There's the malfunctioning overgrowth or something like that that was bugged until very recently. Time. Wow, that's hard. I, like, I, I can see all their little dumb faces. So I will say this. One, slide wins. Two, I am very impressed because... I was pulling up the list as he was kind of warbling. I was like, oh, fucking Zarathura. <laughs> and yet you got on the head General Zarathura. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. He did get it right. I was, because whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, guys, General Zarathura's up. Loved his movie. Not as good as Jumanji, but, you know, it's a good one. And everyone's like, what? You know, I, I, I'm a huge Dax Shepard guy. Love <laughs> Zarathura. Is the Engulfer one of them? Yes. Uh, the engulfer is a rare. According to this list, he's not. But also, it. so this list that I have in front of me was just the, and everyone's going to have to look at their screens here, uh, the screaming mouth face. The silver with, like, dragon stars. portrait. Yeah, the silver dragon portrait. That's these ones. The guy who's on the cliff and you can't fight him because you can't fly. The engulfer, the... S- the Sand Queen, those are all star guys. Is, I don't know is, what those is, are qualified as. I hate as. that. I really hate that because, and and that is also part of the the, the differentials and like the health's not being buff and the health's being small. Like the matriarch, she has like two health. Like you can solo her, which is fine, I think. But then like it's weird that she has such a, a long spawn timer. She's, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Put more also, of her the, everywhere. The matriarch and the engulfer spawn in the same place, but I've never fought the matriarch. Well, she, because the matriarch has... isn't the boss. She you protect her um from the devourers that are coming out of the portal. Yeah. And then if you protect her enough, then the engulfer comes out and then the engulfer okay. is the actual one you I kill. always I always wondered because I would get there when no one else was around and I was like, What are we doing? And she looked at me like Rah. Is and the engulfer have a silver dragon portrait? No, he does not. Ugh. He eventually just the matriarch star becomes his star. I think sort of like there is a guy in the desert who is a moss horn general who's on a horse, but when he spawns in, mm. you get his horse's name, but his name is his name. Yeah, I so killed it him make, once. It, it makes it tough to try and find people because you'll be like, can can anyone kill Zaras the Maw? And people are like, oh, you fucking loser. It's actually Zorbnal the general. Well, anyways, guys, I did something bad, and I poured myself a shot of tequila because that was oh. the nearest thing. No, Immune, you're going to be a little sneezy oh, easy no. all episode now. All, all episode? I have to say, bless you all fucking night now. Normally, you only give me, like, two, and then you're like, that's enough. It's true, I do, I do say that a lot. Okay, well, here I go. <laughs> You've earned your blessing after that. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm like, that's no more. You're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> okay, okay, so, okay. hmm... This is interesting. I never I never thought of them not having silver dragon portrait. What's all the old players are like, of course, you know, that's the rest what indicates a real rare. So but like my problem is like the engulfer feels I feel like has a lot of effort to spawn it. Like you defend something, there's a little RP involved. But then it, it spawns and then it has two health and it falls over with the fucking wind. You know, I was just thinking of the ones that you needed to kill in order for the adventurers and Zareth Mortis achievement. Hmm. Even which, some of- which are more than the list I had in front of me. Because the list I had in front of me was like 10 people, and I know that listing is like 16 of them. Huh. Also, what is the official name for Big Spider Matriarch? <laughs> um, okay, um... Mother I- Festus. Mother Festus. 
Okay. That's I only I know because people <laughs> never want to do it. So I'm sitting there invisible in Mother Festus's cave. And every so often, a, a child Festus will be like, I want to fight. And then I kill it. And I'm just like, really? No one wants to help me out with this one? I know. So, like, I feel like every new area, there's one of those bosses that's always up, and that's her, I guess, because I posted, and I was like, somebody want to kill, come fill uh, Mother Festus? And then literally four people all posted immediately. She's always up. She's always up. I don't care. And not only that, not only is she always up, but she is one of the people that needs to be nerfed. She has way too much health. Um, and that's also why people don't want to kill her, because it takes a long time to kill her. It's the same thing with Acarus, the sandworm. That yes. fucking dude does the A does so much damage, B has so much health. I felt like there was six of us slapping him for 20 minutes, and I'm like, please, just die, please. And you know what happened? We all died instead, and his health reset. And I said, see you guys, I'm not coming back to this guy, good luck, goodbye. I, I had a really spicy moment earlier today. I posted a thing for, like, the general, the guy who's on the horse in the desert. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, ten people, and then I got three more who were just around the world. But then I was like, okay, I, I kind of got to do something. Ten is enough. We pull with ten. As we're fighting, we kill him, and I check, and I have three whispers from the three other guys who are like, why did you pull? Please wait for everyone. And I was like, boy... Why are you in Haven queuing for this boss <laughs> in the desert? I even told them, I was like, you are nowhere near here. <laughs> you were incorrect in finding this group. That is my biggest, biggest pet peeve when someone joins a group and is like, summons available or is like, wait for me. And I'm like, dude, what? people who join a group without sitting like at the thing waiting, like what yeah, what's yeah. your mind? <laughs> and I've touched upon it in a previous episode. If you are not 10 feet away from the boss, you don't count. You have no rights. I mean, sometimes I join these groups and I, I know I'm far away, but I'm actively on my way there. And if they kill it before I'm there, that's on me. I'm not going to say anything. That you, well, you That's perfectly legal. But if, if you join and you immediately say something stupid, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. <laughs> More notes. <laughs> anyway, back. To, I'm not. I'm not done rare ranting. We either okay. We they either need to buff the health of certain things, or they need to bring back that old style where they're old style as of like last one where they're like this guy is going to spawn in one minute. That's perfect. Give me that. Yeah, yeah. We need. We need like. And I swear they do it for some of them because it's like you feel a rumble in the ground beneath Pilgrim's Grace, and it's like okay, well that means Acarus is coming. But no, he's yeah. like one of three people who do that. Yeah, I was gonna say they distinctly do it for probably like four or five of them. It's like the sands are shifting, and then it's like Big Bird boss over in the cliffs or something. I don't know. Sometimes though, that's not enough because it'll be like Garudon is feeling the food and it's gonna eat. But by that point, it's like already like down, and any person can just hit it. And I'm like, no, I need to know when he is up in that fucking rocks waiting to be pulled down. That's what I need to know. <laughs> and then on the complete opposite hand, you have Huracan who is always up. The map is always telling you that Huracan is up, but just him being up doesn't mean anything. You just see him down there under the water, but no one has a lure to get him. That area is so maddening to me because not only do we have Huracan, who is always up but will never show up, but we also have Confused Ovid, who I still don't know how to unconfuse her. So I always walk by and I'm like, <gasps> rare at a chest? And then I neither. Neither of them are accessible to me. I've I've looked into the confused ov ov ovioid ovid, and you need to find she has f- four or five either lost chicks or lost eggs that are around the map. You need to bring those eggs and or chicks back to her or something, and then she'll get up and fly away, and then leave you the treasure to pick at. Oh, that's. That's why she's so confused. She's a big fucking dumbass. That's that's what she is. Get out of here. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Either give us more fight points. There's just the map is so big. Someone would be like, "Protectors up," and I'm like, "I'm coming." And they'd be like, "Don't worry, everybody. He's not pulled. Don't worry." And as I'm like halfway there, somebody pulled him. 
He's dead. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, please, God, I need him. Maybe that maybe that was me. I was going to say flying would make this better, but <laughs> probably make it worse. Yeah, it's Aaron. Aaron, it's you hitting the fucking boss in the nuts. I mean, I know most of the bosses, and I know roughly when enough people are there, and I'm just going to be like, and Scorch. Like, <laughs> I got a lot of these to do today. I'm not going to be waiting for you guy across the map. And then, like, once we get geared, we're going to just blow them up even more. Like, they're not going to scale with us. It's like, we're... Eh. The thing is, they kind of scale for, like, the number of people, because I've, I've, I've at least noticed it on Big Spider Boss that people trickle in, and then her health actively goes up. And I don't know why her health is so much higher than the other ones, but... We demand this fixed. Sign my petition. We'll force Blizzard to make these changes. We, we're a legion of dozens. Well, I guess if we're done with the rare talk, have you guys done any Super Jailer Racing yet? Super Jailer Racing! Super Jailer Racing! Danica Patrick unlocked. Banjo-Kazooie unlocked. Wreck-It Ralph has yet to be unlocked. Yeah, I, I I race some. Wait, have you got have you raced some? A- am I the only racer? To do the Super Jailer racing? I did it, but only to level three. I have not done any Super Jailer racing yet. I have raced two four and is five out now? Yes, because I saw a man get the achievement for it. Okay, cool. You know I I saw local local sweaty boy Gronkadin. He got it. I heard, I saw him talk about it because like okay so Lynn was like I did the four the four was so hard that was great and then Gronk's like you should try the five maybe you thought four was hard a five is really hard and I was like okay come on come on like get out of here literally all you had to say was yeah but five was even harder well that's the same that's <laughs> kind of the same that's kind of the same I I yeah but it's not a. a asshole way to say it there, there should have been a there should have been a grats a, a grats should have been in there and then it would have been fine yeah we're splitting hairs it's, you know but anyway super jailer racing is fun because it's very quick i have yet to be in one where i lost and that's not a flex that's only because i have made it to three but it's it's like the whole thing is over within 10 minutes or so and it's just fighting bosses you just get powers as you kill stuff it feels really nice they they really cut the the fat from the torgast experience yeah i was really enjoying my time now i will say for uh the fourth layer or i did have to get a group and i did a pug group and let me tell you we were approximately 0.5 seconds from absolutely murdering each other. We were about to go outside in the mall and duel each other to death. Like, we were so pissed at each other. You know, I was right oh, next no. to Slide Whistle during this entire encounter, and the entire time he was shit-talking his teammates to me. In particular, I think it was a resto shaman turned elemental shaman that was, like, re- that you guys were ready to, like, like, engage in fisticuffs with each other. Okay, so... So the eye level scaling just is really crazy, right? So like for the for layer one, what it's like two thirty five? Is that what it is? Two forty? Two yeah, like two thirty five. Because I remember I was like, I got this in the bag, and then at level two is two forty five, which is my eye level, and I was like, that's fair. And then level three is like two fifty five, and I was like, okay, this is a little tough. And like I, I'm pretty sure that four is like two sixty five or two seventy. It's something crazy. So I tried to do a four alone, and I absolutely got rocked on, like, the first three attempts. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll just join a group. Get get a group, everything's going okay. Um, but the, what happened was people got overconfident in their abilities. Now, I'm 252, so I'm a pretty high level. My group, though, was, like, 230, 235, which is, like, in a group shouldn't matter as much because the powers. But it's still like, okay, dude, come on. But, like, the thing is, you always know that the people who start these groups are approximately, at any given kind of content, 20 eye levels lower than what they probably should be. <laughs> Goes for, like, anything in this game. But, so, we were doing it. We were fine that the first two layers, or the first two floors, we get to the third floor, and the Elemental Shaman is so confident in its abilities that he pulls the bosses early when there's only three of us there. 
Two people were still getting their powers. Wait, yeah, I say people were loading into the zone. They were talking to the vendor and they were picking up their shit. So like they they clearly were not ready. And he heroed, and I'm like, dude, what are, what are you doing? I said, why is what I said. Well, while, while while we're fighting the boss, and so naturally, what do you think happens? People begin to die because we're pulling this boss way too early without all the players needed. And so the shaman dies, and then the paladin dies, and the shaman dies again. And then the shaman starts talking shit like, can you guys fucking get in here and start hitting shit? And I'm like, could you not pull this boss early before everybody's ready? And the demon hunter's like, this, with an up arrow. Also, this is not a timed event, right? So there's no reason for the shaman to run in there and pull it early. It's not like Mythic Plus where you gotta time it, or even just normal Torghast where, you know, you get extra points for doing it quickly. This is literally you have X amount of lives and you need to just finish it, right? Correct. He also left two animal orbs on the table. He didn't even go back and get those. So I'm like, dude, what are you doing? So we're yelling. Like, he's like, I'm doing more damage than... You people who didn't make your powers yet. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing quadruple your damage. So I don't want to hear what you have to say about it. And the paladin, who I was even, I was defending the paladin. The paladin was like, hey, druid, you, you're you in this group, aren't you? So obviously you couldn't do it alone. And I was like, I was defending you, my dude. <laughs> yeah, you you may think you're a cool dude, but you, you could only get to 80%, unlike us 15 percenters. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I was, I was backing you up, homie. Like, what, like, I hate you now, you dumb little bitch. And so, and so we are just, it, it was bad. It was real bad. We ended up with only two lives left for three floors to go through. And I'm like, these motherfuckers are going to die. And then you just had, like, your fourth person that was just a warlock who was like, I'm happy to be here. He's like, if I don't say nothing, I won't get kicked. But we, we cleared it. By the skin of our fucking teeth, we cleared it. And by the end, everyone shook hands and said, good day, good day. The Elevano Shaman said, damn, Feral's really good. I should make one of those. And I was like, yeah, Feral pumps. And then I left. <laughs> and then you said, actually, look at the interwebs. It is deeply not anymore. <laughs> well, we'll you said, I have, to, I, have to, I have to pay blood and teeth to, <laughs> to make this thing work nowadays. I'm really curious to see what happens when we get double legendaries because that I think that is when the break point is for when like I'm gonna get passed by like everybody else. That's what everyone's predicting in the Pharaoh community. We'll see. Probably it wouldn't surprise me. You you can only do so much with your stats, right? Yeah, and I do really feel bad for the Ferals though because I feel like they got nerfed because people who don't normally play Feral were like posting about how air quotes broken it could possibly be and then it got nerfed after everyone was like yeah let's let's go play feral and then it got nerfed and then everyone left and then just you're just left with all the people who are like the feral mains and then you're just shit on by all that again for clarification for everybody being like why is he saying feral not feral because the feral community has a joke where they're just like feral pumps but they spell feral wrong f-e-a-r-l I don't really know why. They're stupid. We're stupid. I did wonder because you did that a couple times last episode and I was just like, I don't, that's his thing. In the, if you were in the raid chat, there were so many feral druids last night in. Yeah. I yeah. There was Saudis. a lot. Of, a oh. lot. I mean, I'm not surprised because once again, 48% of players are druids. <laughs> but yeah, there was a moment where like, and it was not even a lot of repeating. It was like seven to eight to nine <laughs> Like, druids were just going off, and I was like, hey, guys, what's going on? Blue in the chat here. <laughs> and so I was just saying feral. And then I was also checking the feral Discord, and people were like, feral pumps. <laughs> like, at the same time. <laughs> but I guess while we're talking about, like, what happened in raid chat, we might as well just talk about how fucking Seppi is open, baby. The Seppi. He has opened his arms to us. He has gnocchi at the end of the trail but we have to fight hard to get to it he has opened his arms and his pizzeria this has probably got to be one of like the absolute prettiest raids we've stepped foot in in our career right absolutely i think so i mean you figure the the last three nyalotha nathria Saudis, deep dark sad this is wide open and beautiful i love it I, like, actively got distracted by how beautiful it was the other day. And also, so far, 
clarification, like, our raid group is 4 out of 11 right now. So we'll talk about those first four bosses we've seen so far. But, yeah, it, and it's, like, varied as well. Like, different, like... Like, okay, so we alluded to this in the previous episode, but this raid is so big that you need to take teleporters to different regions of it, and they're all very different. So I think that's very cool, and all of them are stunning in their own way. Well, it was crazy that as you're flying around the teleporter, you see other raid bosses just, like, beneath yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, going, going, there's particularly one, I remember when it happened during the raid, I was like, <gasps> it's him, it's him! <laughs> you're flying and you see like Hayfion, the tank Halindros. guy, like Halindros, the the like the four leg tank guy, and I was like, he's just walking around. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. And I, I don't know. I'm just very like, okay. First off, I'm excited. Love raiding. Happy a new raid is open. So that's probably why I'm just so excited about literally everything that we've done so far. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what was the first boss? Well, okay, so the first boss was a big thing. It was the, and I don't remember his name, so I'm just going to use the colloquial phrase well, vi- we pinned. Uh, Vigilant Guardian. Vigilant Guardian, a.k.a. Eyeball Magoo. Eyeball <laughs> Magoo. You come up, and it's just a bunch of robots standing around, and there's one guy walking around with his little hand on his hip with a push broom because he's the Vigilant Custodian. And I remember people are like, okay, get your flasks up, get ready. And I was like, guys, this isn't the guy. This isn't Eyeball Magoo. This is Vigilant Custodian. We can just beat him up. <laughs> also, um, I was bad. I did I did another thing that was bad, and I didn't look up anything about this raid before going. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't until we were in front of the people that I cracked open Growlina's secret weapon, the Dungeon Journal, to get like even a crumb of information. But it didn't teach me anything because also in the Dungeon Journal, it just shows Eyeball Magoo. But a newsflash to anyone who hasn't done it: literally three fourths of the fight is just killing boys, and Eyeball Magoo is the doorway in front of you. Yeah, so this fight's basically if you took the first fight in Daza, which is... Ooh, what, what are they called? Ooh, what are they called? Ooh, Champions of the Light. Wow, good job. Holy shit. Champions of the Light. I do I do pride myself on remembering. The other day, I, rem- I forgot one Nihilotha boss, and I cried. And then you, you, you take Champions of the Light, and then you add one big eyeball Magoo after them. And let me tell you, I was pissed. I was like, you're telling me the first fucking fight isn't single target? You're telling me... Me, a feral druid with very limited AoE, who did not spec into my AoE talents, has to do this fucking fight with a million ads? I was so upset. God damn it. I love it, because with a million ads comes a million execute ranges, which means I'm slapping that 8 button to scorch all day. And, uh, newsflash, DN Army. I'm raiding as a BM hunter. I am Metalloid now, in raid at least. Which is crazy. Ooh. This is your first time being a DPS main in raid since our first raid in WAD, right? Two, yeah, 2015. And I don't know that I would count that officially as like our official yeah. raiding career because we were raiding only we were pugging and we found our open raid group led by an Australian man and we had like really loose groups with Animal House maybe, but it... Like, I feel like our first real, like, dedicated guild raiding experience was the beginning of Legion, probably. And then at that point, I switched to healer. I would say you're wrong. We got AOTC with that Australian group. That We had a raiding career in WAD. We no, you didn't just casually get AOTC. We, we were brand new to the game. We did the hell we were doing. That's true, that's true. I, I guess I will not rewrite rate history for that. So, yes, you're right. That uh, Technically, that was my, like first raiding experience and i'm returning to my first main my first raiding experience on this hunter metalloid so i'm i'm excited and i i've been enjoying it so far although i will say that in particular as a hunter i feel like you need to be held accountable for doing mechanics of the fight <laughs> so good you you do that shit well i'll stand the boss and eat their asshole that's what i do and you run around doing your little arrow shoots <laughs> sounds good to me I am very happy to have a fellow distance DPS guy because we need to, I don't know, like, shut down attacks way in the distance. And I was like, yep, that's me, baby. You're you're out here with me. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, Zymox interrupting those ads, right? <laughs> Although we were bad at 
uh, killing the big guys, so I, I tend to focus on big guys. Yeah, we, I mean, we had this classic, like, our raid group problems, stuff like that. Um, I feel like the group's been learning pretty fast. I will say I was very shocked when Eyeball Magoo stood up from his squat position in that door and was like, ha 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 ha, I'm the boss, the door is the boss. And I'm like, holy shit, the door is walking towards us. Yeah, both Slide and I turned to each other, like, not in comms. We're like, whoa, this is the real boss. <laughs> because, yeah, we didn't watch anything. We didn't know what was happening. <laughs> so I, all I know is that beautiful, big-eyed bastard came at us at 32%. So I just had to throw a few fireballs at him, and then he was at 30, mm. and I was like, oh, you fucked up. <laughs> I love the big eyeball mobs run. It's like, here I come. It looks so derpy, but I love it. It's good. Kill that guy pretty easy, I feel like, right? Do we, do we, it was literally a one-shot. Yeah, shot. no wipe. Just grit. That, and I think that's a really good tone to set the first boss with, um, especially on normal, right? Go in, you kill him, and then you go in, and then you're, you have your path to choose from there. Although I will say that I feel like a lot of people, a lot of guilds, are a little surprised that normal is not as easy as they thought it would be. I know that almost everyone that I've talked to, it hasn't, like, normal people haven't, like, full cleared normal yet, even. Maybe, like, a few people have, have are, like, in a faster guild where they have maybe defeated Anduin so far, but I feel like most guilds are, like, hung up on a few. All I know is this raid has been hard enough that I, scraggly-haired World of Warcraft content creator, are done with the raid, and dare I say the game, forever. <laughs> okay, I saw this, and I wasn't sure how how real is this, because Asmongold, it, it's been... If, okay, yeah, <laughs> people are like, I know your editors make that. Like, like this man's like an innocent boy, he's like, oh no, I never said that. Well, <laughs> like, clearly he told them to be like, yeah, title it that to get the clicks. A, a lot of the content on YouTube of his is usually by a third party who only who is not associated with him. Which sounds hard to believe, but this dude, he's like, I don't care, whatever, dude, make your money. I make my money, make your money. And I didn't watch the video because I don't want to give it a click. But everybody, I have to watch it now because now I feel like I'm uninformed on the on the on the stance. <laughs> but apparently, people were saying that he just did a pug group and. And with his his viewers, yeah, yeah. And then I, none I, of them. I, I think he. Anything. I think I think he just had a doo doo group who didn't know anything, and he was like, "I'm I'm the content creator. I'm the big man. Why aren't Why didn't we punch all the way through?" And so it looked embarrassing. So he had to go and be like, "The raid's bad." Well, honestly, I'm willing to say that if you are not a cutting edge type guild, you probably struggled your way to where you are right now in normal, like us. It's normal, like. I wouldn't want, like, normal and heroic to just fall over, like, one-shot everything on the first day of the new raid, you know? Yeah, because, like, what, the highest we're gonna go is heroic with this guild, so, like, it, let it take some time, that's fine. But, like, I, I really feel like, like, the jump, like, to Zymox, like, the, if, if you take the Zymox path, like, it's, it's, a, it's one of the hardest second bosses you could pick, I feel like, by this point. I mean, like, to be fair, like, you, you can choose. After you defeat the Vigilant Guardian, you can go a different route. But our group was like, we're just going to go right to Zymox. We know that if we can defeat him, he's probably the mechanically wise hardest boss that we'll have to face. And, you know, our group sometimes struggles with that. So might as well just get our practice in now. Make it easier for ourselves in the future. So, yeah, at the end of our first night of raiding, we only had cleared Vigilant Guardian, and we had gotten Zymox down to, I believe, around 20%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think because Lynn was like, we, we're going to do one that's mechanically the hardest, because I feel like our group traditionally struggles on hard mechanics. Struggles on mechanics, <laughs> which is fine. It takes people a while to learn them, and, like, I'm not, again, I'm not in a rush. I'm not going anywhere this patch, so... And that one definitely feel, feels like it's one of the hardest mechanic bosses early on. Yeah. Also, it may have been bugged, though, because they, while we were in our first night of raid, which was on, technically on, like, patch night, oh, oh, not patch night, raid release night, and while we were in there, it got 
nerfed and that's i think why some people were being disconnected because there was like a hot fix to this boss while we were in there uh well yeah they were making changes to it, like all kinds of stuff in there while like while we were there it's just me or does zymok sound more french than usual sometimes like in this raid fight <laughs> Uh, some, sometimes they really do play around with vague European that the brokers are. <laughs> so sometimes they, they, they put a little more stank on certain words and be like, huh, where are you coming from this time, bud? Like, I swear one time he said, vichichois, and I was like, what? What'd you just fucking say, bud, dude? You know what's funny, though? I feel like we came to this realization on our second night of raiding when we got back to him, and... We were like, well, why is he so mad at us? Why is he hitting us so hard? It's because, like, when you first approach him, he's just pondering this orb in the middle. Like, it's really honestly fucking rude of us to interrupt him while he was doing that. Yeah, Mans, Mans was not going to fight us at all. We threw the first hammer or fireball at him, and he was like, ah, my orb, stop hitting my orb. I mean, maybe he deserved it. He's a common thief. This dude is steal shit. Also... Okay, so I did my five time walking, and I got my my regular normal piece of loot from this raid. And what I got was Cartel Zai's neck piece, which is a necklace that takes me to Cartel Zai Associates locations. And I'm like, okay, so am I gonna be taken to like Tazavesh? It took me to the, the necropolis with Bonswamdi and. What's his boss's name? Who he made tiny and he steps on sometimes? For Muzala. Like, yeah, Muzala. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I'm gonna is... crush you like tiny husband, Muzala. <laughs> no! And he gets in his little car and he drives. <laughs> oh, no! And, and I was like, I'm oh. gonna squeeze you out between my two big toes. <laughs> Or as Gershom said, what about his dew claw? <laughs> his his yeah. dew claw. <laughs> I'm not squishing right between all three of my toes. <laughs> but I was like, okay, so this necklace that drops from the from Zymox surely must take me to the other side bosses. And I looked up on Wowhead, and people were like, I was taken to Olduar. I was taken to uh Red Red Witch Red Witch Hills. What is it? Red 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 Ridge Mountains. I, I prefer Redwidge Hills. I kind of do, too. What, when are we going back to Azeroth to go to back to Redwidge? Next expansion, you know, uh, Redwidge returns. But, you know, this is interesting, because is this saying that Cartel Zai has traveled to all of these different places? And is this, like, a, a lore spoiler? Maybe they've interacted with certain things in all these places. Uh-oh, be careful. People are going to be like, it's a retcon! They're retconning my precious ah. lord. The cartels never visited Azeroth. I can't believe they would do this. Ah. Fucking Steve DeSnoozer did not disclose them being there in 2010, so they can't be there. Listen, y'all, it's not retconning if, like, you insert future story elements into things that wouldn't have been discovered in the past. Yeah, I've just seen a lot of people, like, who are mad at the, um... The cinematic, the the spoiler cinematic that we won't talk about yet, but maybe we will soon. That was uh, for, the, for the raid, and they were like, "I can't believe they're gonna retcon this." And I'm like, "It's not none of this is even a retcon. Like, stop." Well, we might as well just talk about it right now because we're already yeah. we already brought it up. So like, <laughs> I mean, this... I, I I'm no I'm no innocent child. It's like this is what happens after you defeat Anduin, and part of me is like, "Do I want to wait?" And I was just like, "No." It's going to be like a couple weeks till I even pretend to see that. So let's watch it. Yeah. So I guess real quickly, the cinematic like plays after you defeat Anduin. And it basically involves after you defeat him, he is struggling with being dominated by the jailer. And then the fact that he has. Okay. So what is his sword called in like this Shalaman Kingsmorn. Yeah, his his current one is Kingsmorn, but it's based on Shalaman, right? Yeah, it's a corrupted Shalaman. Okay, so anyways, then like his daddy appears to him, and I'm, like I'm really confused about this too because I'm like, I, you died, but we never were like 
shown what happened to you after you died besides turning to dust in legion so i don't know variant i was like you're not even gonna say his name you're gonna say variant rin's name this is daddy well, well also because he had two kind of proto daddies because not because variant comes in he was like this blade you wield is about truth and then randomly Varrock Sourfang. It's not, it's not random. It's not random. What do you mean random? Explain. Uh, explain I, randomly I, to me. Well, I feel like they Sourfang and Anduin did not have that much of a connection. What are you talking until about? The ba- the battle for Azeroth. No, but it's more so about the blade itself being forged between theirs, right? Because it's it. Well, it's not. It's not Varrock's blade, but uh, because it was when Varian was um corrupted by he was he was he was a horde fighter in the yeah when, yeah, he, was, when he was in the gladiator pits did, Shalomane came from when he was logosh yeah it's it's a combination of logosh and and Varian. it's 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 a reuniting of the two splitting you know what then then that's me not knowing i know Shalomane existed but i did not really know how he came to get it i was just like yeah you know it's it's Varian's funny sword that can split in half yeah because it was like when he split his blade split and then when he came together then his blade came together and was more powerful i'm pretty sure that's the lore i'm pretty sure again i'm wait, also wait, kind wait, of wait, like wait, but what does Sourfang have to do that Rhaegar earth fury was his orc because anduin anduin and and Sourfang had a had a relationship in bfa like it's it's all bfa based because they're using lore from the past expansion. They're bringing it with us forward. Because Anduin freed him from the stockades, right? He was like, I you fight yeah. your war. And then he gave him the speech where it's like, you you need to be honorable. It's like, you understand nothing of honor. I loved, I loved every second on the cinematic. When when I saw Varian, I popped. When I saw Sarfan, I was like, am I going to cry right now? I'm not gonna cry right now. This is stupid. But I was like, oh my god, this is I I for the record I did not cry. But I was like, this is so good. I loved it. And then I will say <laughs> immediately after this, like and like Anduin rips the swords in two, and then he becomes undominated. I guess he powered through the domination after we beat him up enough. And then we get, for the first time in many, many years, an updated Arthas model. And he's finally the little itty bitty boy he was always meant to be. This beautiful little floating blue sphere of energy about the size of like a baseball. I do like that. So the whole shtick is that this whole time we were expecting Ant or we're expecting Arthas to be like, he's still alive. He's still a major force. And it was revealed that while he is still alive, all he is is the sentiment of pain he left in other people. So once everyone sort of had their moment of growth, it was just like, yep, this is him. Our bad vibes. A literal, like, wisp in front of us. And I love how, like, Sylvanas, uh, undominated, like, I guess closest to the like she'll ever be to like her ranger general form it's just like arthas go on get get out of here <sighs> blows yeah, him yeah, away yeah, into the yeah, winds she's, she's just like arthas you're sad this is cringe go and he was just like okay i i thought it was actually really good because it, sylvanas is the one who, even though I don't like her, she's the one who benefits the most from closure from the Arthas scenario. Now, the comments on YouTube and Wildhead have been very mixed, with Wildhead actually being more positive than YouTube comments, which is surprising, because nobody hates the game more than Wild players. I saw a lot of people being like, why didn't Jaina get to say anything? Bitch, why would Jaina need to say anything? Jaina told Arthas all he needed to hear from her. She said, Arthas, I can't follow you down this path, and I will not. There's nothing more to say to this dude. Yeah, I don't I don't even think Jaina saw Arthas when he was a death knight. She she signed him off at Strathholm, and that was just it. She was done. Yeah, Jaina got all the closure she personally needed, in my opinion. Uh, I will remind you that she did run away in the in the Wrath Dungeon when he, cha- that, he chases you. That is you. true. He's he, he's like, um, I'm gonna get you, bitch. She was just like, champion, <laughs> let's fucking go. Oh, Walker, I mean, uh, champion. 
I, I, I thought it was really good. People who are mad, uh, from what I've seen, usually like the Wrath boomers who are like, Arthas deserved to be shown in the game in his full motto and get a redemption. And I'm like, whoa, hold up, a redemption? Nobody thought that but the 10% of y'all. You know what's really funny? I've seen other comments that are like, basically this really tiny wispy boy version of Arthas is basically a commentary of what Arthas has become at this point in the Warcraft universe. Like literally all all of him has been plucked away so much and over the years that this is all that's left of this character, and now Sylvanas will just blow him away, and then he's done. Like, I feel like that's fine. (laughs) She just looks right at the screen, and she was like, Wrath of the Lich King was 12 years ago. Raise your son. (laughs) Talk to your family. It's, It's long been over. What's really funny, though, is some of the, like, camera angles that they use during the cinematic... Like, slide. I think slide said it at first. It's like this this angle that it looked like Sylvanas' mouth when she was talking was really close to the wispy Arthas. And, and slide was like, mm, she's going to lean in and go, and eat him up. <laughs> He's inside me now. I've consumed him. I I, I, I do think, of, of all the ways, of all the potential possible ways to do an Arthas reveal... This is actually probably the best way to do it. And also, I, I, I want to go back. So we were like, why is Aaron's like, why is Sarfang there? If you, if you look at the people who are present right now, Varian's there. Sarfang's there. Sylvanas is there. Janus, Jaina is there. Uther is there. It's a mimic of uh, the the raid of Icecrown Citadel. Because Varrock's son was corrupted mm-hmm. by the Lich King. And Varian allowed Sarfang to come pick up his dead corpse son and bring him back to bury him in Mount Ogremar in Outland. Um, and so that's also why there's like this connection between the three of them with Anduin. It's, it's, it's honestly really fucking good. So this leads me to an unfortunate thing, and I don't mean to yuck anyone's yum, but they showed Sourfang and they showed Varian, and the whole thing is like, Varian got fell corrupted. How is he there? And people are like, well... According to Zareth Mortan lore, if you're a super cool guy, maybe you can come back as a Zareth Mortis Sepulchre spirit, and he's just a memory, right? At least that's how that's how I interpreted the scene. Was they they're not like entities that are coming to him; they're just in Anduin's memory. These two. I would like to start off by saying why are any of us pretending that we knew that. Gul'dan destroyed any chance of Varian coming At this point, back. I'm just, How I'm just we... giving it to Tyre. No, no, yeah. Tyre told me it couldn't happen, well, so I'm blaming it on him. Well, because, like, but like, that's what we all said, right? We were like, Varian can't come back. But I'm like, why are we all so set on this? Like, how, what, what the fuck fell magic? Like, what? I will say, though, that was before we had any concept of what the Shadowlands or any Beyond Death Realm was. Um, but I do agree with Aaron that in this particular case, I interpreted it as these are two memories or thoughts within Anduin himself. Yes, I, I do not think they are literal spirits that happen to be on that platform in Suffolker. They are just things Anduin is thinking of. It it kind of, it also reminds me of the end of Icecrown Citadel when uh, Terranus Menethil comes to yeah, Arthas yeah. and it says these things. And I'm like, well, Arth- he shouldn't be here. He should be in the sword, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. A- T- T- Terranus was not actually there. It's just Arthas in his dying moments was like, oh, hey, my dad is, like, I'm thinking about my dad. Yeah, it, it, it's just like a really, really good full circle callback to ICC. And I think it's done fantastically. Now, I will say, as much as I wanted Sylvanas to chomp up Arthas' soul, for all my Little Nicky fans out there who have seen the movie Little Nicky by Adam Sandler, I really, really wanted them to put Arthas' little soul in this little baby flask and shove him up Hitler's ass so he could live the rest of his fucking life up there, just like Adam Sandler's two brothers lived alongside that pineapple at the end of the movie. <laughs> Just, you know, known German dictator Adolf Hitler introduced to the World of Warcraft lore, if only to be the vessel that Arthas lives in. Okay, so Slide said that this cinematic brought us Warcraft full circle back to ICC, but our conversation has brought us full circle back to being 
a self-proclaimed Little Nicky podcast. Little Nicky! 10 out of 10 movie. Uh, 5 out of 10 movie, but I like it. I'm actually Googling what year ICC was released, because I would not be surprised if ICC came out the same year Little Nicky was also released. No, because Little Nicky was oh, released Little in Nicky 2000, was in the 90s, zero. right? It was not the I 90s. I thought it was 1999 or slash 2000 zero. Like, well, oh, Warcraft had not even come out. It's 2000. All right, fine. Listen, give me... Oh, my it, God. It, had, it had a Game Boy Color adaptation. That tells Wait, you how old we, it can is. We, can we talk about these ratings? IMDb gives it a 5.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 21%. However... 79% of Google users like this movie. And I gave it a thumbs up, hoping to get it to 80. <laughs> it's, we're at DNR, I mean, let's all give Lil Nicky a thumbs up and get it to 100%. <laughs> and then maybe Adam Sandler will see it. And instead of, uh, what's it called? Crystals 2, he'll make Lil Nicky 2. Our final goal is Library of Congress. Lil Nicky, here we go. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, this honestly talking about it makes me want to go watch that fucking cinematic again because it, they do such a good job going full circle. What? <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because I, at first I thought you were talking about Little Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do want to watch Little Nicky. Honestly, again. talking about this just makes me really want to delve into Adam Sandler's real great hits again. You can do it. Oh no, it's a Rob Schneider quote, and Rob Schneider's the devil. Yeah, Rob Schneider. Unfortunately, if you're going into Adam Sandler films avoiding Rob Schneider, you're going to have a tough time. I would love if somebody recreated Adam Sandler movies and they cut Rob Schneider out of every single scene. You wouldn't lose much. <laughs> you wouldn't lose much. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I will pay someone to make Waterboy, but every time his character comes up, just cut to like low-grade footage of you in your backyard recreating it. You can do it. Oh, man. Also, Aaron, I have a question for you. What do you call those little robots that walk around Zareth Mortis? Uh, well, that's the thing, is they are a Toma. Everyone has said it enough that I know it's a Toma. In my head, like, if, if you were live there, it would be like, oh, look at that automata. <laughs> but I know that is incorrect. Do you mean Atoma? Atoma. Atoma. Look at that Atoma. We can't. Your good friend, Pukopak. We can't stop saying Atoma. <laughs> it's a curse. We say it like every like hour. <laughs> Atoma. Like we're not even playing WoW just around the house. We're like, Atoma. But then, but then also on, on TikTok, fucking Machine Gun Kelly's fucking I'm in love with an emo girl song keeps playing. So I'm just like, I'm in love with a Atoma girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with Atoma Girl. <laughs> Toma Girl. Would you say that a Roomba is the closest that we as human society have gotten to Atoma? Oh, 100%. Like, it has to be, right? Like, what's even next? Like, so. Uh... I guess a, a less efficient Roomba. <laughs> if we can get Roomba on tiny, spindly legs, that would be a step closer. Do you guys remember when we were kids and they had, like, those random, like, robo-dog pet things? You mean Techno, the robot puppy, who I had two of, and I love him very much, and his ears fell off, but I kept them in a drawer because I couldn't reattach them? Yes. I would say that's also pretty close to Atoma. Techno was an Atoma. <laughs> I love Techno. I took care of that goddamn robot dog so well, except for his ears. <laughs> Atoma! Anyways... We killed two other bosses, but we kind of one-shot them, so we're just going to keep moving past. We did too much Sandler talk. Yeah, we killed the Sashinids and uh, the Worms worms guy. You forgot his literal last <laughs> sexy Skolex. sexy of the week, Skolex the Unsatiated Hunterer. Well, the Sashinids is so, so sexy. He was, he, was very, he was very satiated, let me say. We hardly planned for him. And we one shot. The only reason, and I died, but only because everybody was running away. And I'm like, well, I'm going to get my extra. I have a convoke. I'm going to use my convoke. But I didn't realize he had a thing where he's like, if no tank is standing within 10 meters of me, I'm going to eat whoever's closest to me. And the fucking tanks ran away. So I was like, I'm dead. Listen, he's insatiable. Maybe he should eat some Atoma. 
I'm sure he did. I also, he, he, liter- he literally ate two of them in his intro. Also, while, while we were inside um, of uh, Seppi Raid, somebody posted a spoiler about the Anduin cinematic, and they were like, spoiler, Anduin's sword gets goat seed by his two dads. And I was like, no! Because they pull the sword apart Damn. from an angle, and I'm like, stop. Damn, that is true. They do snugly put their big masculine fingers around each hill and just spread it, quote, farther than a human being forever, should be able to. Humanity is forever tainted by this. Like, it, it's never going to go away, which is unfortunate, right? Like, it's... Uh, that man's still doing it, by the way. I, no, 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 don't He's plug, don't doing plug it. this guy. Don't plug him. You saw you saw how far he spread his oh, butt cheeks apart. Can't leave fe- it, that man's no, a professional. Can't he deserves. Can't. He deserves my plum. Luxembourg is gonna disown us. I would like to think that several hundred years from now, after we're dead, Goatsy will also be dead. All right, let's just let's just go to our top two bada boot medium. <laughs> give me give me out of here, Aaron. You got one or what? I do, and I've got a bottom boot, unfortunately. Boot. The Sefi opened up, and we were able to kill one-third of its bosses. Eyeball Magoo, Zymox, Skolex, Desogny, and the entire fucking time, all I got was two conduits. And it wasn't even useful conduits. I didn't get anything either. If that makes you feel any better, I didn't get not one well, piece of loot. Well, then who was getting stuff? Because I saw a bunch of people getting stuff, but yeah, all I got was invisibility makes you ten percent faster, and like the most generic one where it's like when you get hit, you heal for one percent. Damn. Yeah, I got like boomkin conduits, and I was like, I'm never gonna use these things. Yeah. So who was getting shit? Hmm. I bet you. Yeah, who, I bet who you Metaloid got something cool, probably. The thing is, I didn't. I don't think I got any gear during that raid, actually. Um, so if we didn't get any gear, that means nobody got... Willie, did you get any gear? Willie, 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 did you get he any did, gear? He did, he did. I'm lighting my pitchfork. I'm grabbing... <laughs> lighting my pitchfork. Yeah, what? Whoa. Lighting my torch and grabbing my pitchfork. This motherfucker got uh, a... <laughs> he got a trinket and I saw him get it. <laughs> Wait, that's great though. Triggers are like hot commands. You, you son of a bitch, Willie. <laughs> also, I hope he noticed that when we were pulling Zymox, each time I would change a part of my mog slightly to just be his. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> he was wearing like a purple outfit with the wiggly, uh, like tentacle shoulders. And some other purple stuff. And each time I would inspect him and I would change my mog to <laughs> one of the parts to just copy him. You're a goddamn he fool. Never, he never, like, said anything. So I was like, oh, he didn't notice. Okay, A, I'm not going to lie. I, I absolutely love this idea and I'm going to steal it. But B, I really feel like it would be hard. because yeah, it's because you're, you're not a cloth guy. No, I, no, I was, it was, was like somebody else. I was just someone else. Oh, someone else. But like, I feel like it, it would be really hard to get someone to notice your incremental clothes change. <laughs> I will say, though, um, also, yes, just shout out to Willie and Gersham, who have joined us uh, raiding on our team this week from Thrall's Balls. Go listen again. Uh, another shout out. But I just wanted to say, just throw this in here so I don't forget it, that, like, Willie at one point before one of the bosses, he's like, everyone pet my imp for good luck. And I completely forgot that I knew that his imp's name was Nipple. So, like, you know, it's like, Metaloid pet nipple. <laughs> you pervert. You f- we're, we're in a serious game mode you and you're petting nipples. Get out of here. I thought we got rid of those kinds of kids. <laughs> but anyways, I'm going to be petting my nipples so that next week I get better drops. Slide Whistle, what is your TTBBMM? I got me a big old top two. My top two is... Similar to what Amin said earlier in the podcast. But I am also going to be raiding on my first ever character. Well, my first ever raiding character, but also my first ever alliance character. Because I'm like, okay, Alan, Alan can have some time sitting on the bench. He, it's almost tax season. He's an architect now. You know, he used to, uh, what do you, what's that word? 
he 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 picks up he temps he picks temps, up shifts yeah. at the H and R block still. Yeah, so you know he, he this is the time to do that. So I'm on my palette my ret pally who I have not done any serious content with since Wad ended. Um, I got AODC on him with uh, Archie Monday, and I'm like I want to play a ret paladin again. I'm I've been playing some mythics with him. I did like a we did a fifteen last week. I want to get him some dungeons in this week. I'm going to bring him to Dr. Jobs Raid and, until we have a boss that I can do on my Druid for more loot. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited because every time I play Rat Pally, I'm like, oh man, every single button just feels so fantastic to press. And like, everyone's like, they're bad in AoE. And I'm like, well, that may be true, but I feel good in AoE. <laughs> they might be bad in AoE, but like... Have you ever pressed Divine Storm? Or have you pressed my Covenant ability, which I forgot is Kyrian? Ring the bells. <laughs> Divine Toll. Ring the bells. <laughs> I I just it's really fucked up fun. And I'm like, I'm scared. Like if my if my two tier set for my feral ends up feeling garbage like any like everyone says it's going to, and my ret one feels good, I'm like, am I gonna repeat my ret pally main to like everything? Like am I gonna switch by this expansion? I kind of hope not, because those achievements are going to be horrible to re-earn. I feel like they need to fix Feral. It'll be interesting if you do play him, because just mentioning this character is a dox. So it'll, it'll, <laughs> it'll be fun, the, the mental gymnastics to be like, yeah, and you came as <clears throat> you. Yeah, I, I have my real name as my paladin, which also makes me want to play it even more. So when I, like, okay, I, so... I love talking in trade chat with him because it's just me. Somebody was like, and this is a serious question they asked. Has is anybody wearing two legendaries yet? And I I was like, uh yeah, I am. I'm wearing two legendaries. And I linked my my old legendary, like you know, the one that everybody wears. And then I linked Shadowmorn because as a paladin, it's in my bags from ICC. I linked it. And someone says, Uh yeah, I inspected him. And I only saw him wearing one legendary. And I said, re-inspect me again, dumbass. Check me out again. He was like, I don't need to. I saw you wearing greens. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sorry. He said, I saw you wearing blues. <laughs> and I'm like, blues? Bitch, I'm wearing greens. So what are you talking about? And then I whispered him. And I linked him my two legendaries. So I'm doing rabbit ears. Which was Shadowborn. I level like 87. <laughs> And my belt, and he was so mad at me. He was he called me so many names and then blocked me. And I'm like, my paladin is just me. <laughs> it's we're the same. We are one. I don't get why people get so mad in trade chat over stupid things like this. Like it was obviously a joke. Like it was like I linked Shadowmorn, but I what I think is I which is scary. I don't think these people knew what Shadowmorn was, and I'm like. I shouldn't know what Shadowmorn is. It's a, it's an ICC legendary. What about you, uh, me, and what's your TTBB other one? Medium moot. Yeah, I'm actually going to slap down a medium moot. Boo. What makes me upset is that other one is also like OO. <laughs> so, you know, TTBBMMOO. Ooga. <laughs> I'm going to slap down in OO. <laughs> okay, so the M Plus Season 3 has started. And it, I feel like overall it's just a medium moot. It's exciting to have more challenging dungeon content again. But I feel like this is the hardest that it's been tuned on a new season in a while. Where we walked into a 13 and got like completely stomped with our guild i went with uh the group that i did my 20s with last season into a 16 sanguine and we just gave up on hallway boss we just couldn't do it um we just didn't have the dps we felt like and i feel like things are tuned a lot higher than they normally are during a new season and i feel like you know we're just struggling on like 12s and 13s with our group and it's, it's whatever we'll get there this is also the hardest week that we'll have you know obviously it's the first week of the new season where we don't have any additional gear and also the affixes were kind of bogus and annoying this week i mean explosive sucks in general 
I feel like a lot of the problem isn't that the dungeon's overtuned, it's that the um, ability is not where the old one was. So before you would pick your animal powers and you would have those with you permanently through the entire dungeon. Now you only get temporary buffs. So everything has been shifted slightly in, like in a different direction. I'm assuming that with our tier set pieces and other pieces of gear that we're going to be getting from Raid, it will actually make those feel better as it goes on. But again, it's going to be that the classic tier set hunting that everybody missed and loved and i'm like i don't know about this one guys I, i've never really been a big fan of tier because how it makes me itemize my gear i just want again i want tier uh gems that i put into anything i want instead of having to wear a head that's a tier or chest is a tier or feet that's tier yeah i mean that's big feels yeah it was a little rough this week though in in the mythics but it'll get only easier as it all goes on once we get more gear and yeah that tier set that we're all hunting for overall that's why it's a media moot but yes i am very excited a bunch of new content new season new raid i know I, i'm a happy immunization right now wait until you get tazavesh keys baby oh my god like almost everyone in our normal key running group got them this week but we just chose not to as we should probably oh shit yeah we told them we we're gonna do that today <laughs> hell yeah so you get some keys in so I was so on, I was I was still on the, the little Nikki page, and I I googled what year little Nikki came out. People also ask, did little Nikki make money? How much did little Nikki cost? What is it about? My favorite one is little Nikki kid appropriate. Ooh, who's googling that? No. In the year two thousand twenty-two. Like what? Can you imagine showing, like, a seven-year-old little Nikki? Also, I feel like, in general, the rating system is there for that very reason, right? <laughs> Oof. There, there are actual parents reviewing this. I love it. Um, okay, anyway, Aaron, take us away. All this little Nikki discourse is brought to you by these lovely patrons. We're talking about friend of the pod, Tejerla, fourth host of the podcast, Jumonkey, Ahoy, Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos killed himself to see Sylvanas and she won't even pick up the phone. Vanderlyle, who says, imagine having a negative opinion about Cheetah form being updated after 18 years. <laughs> Get him! InSync slash Drag Race, Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Adorno, who misses his Worgen Lady, Gershom, check out Thrall's Balls, and Will, a.k.a. Tyre, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. You guys can join our Discord at do not relent.com. You can send us an email at do not relent pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at do not relent pod. You guys are awesome and we like you and you're okay. Leave us a review on Warcraft Radio or iTunes or Spotify or wherever. Who gives a fucking fuck? What about you guys? Yeah, I do that. It's been a while since we've taken a shot in Yell's honor, but. Um, you can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. And I am on Twitch at Immunization DNR. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. Our literary musings at Do Not Relent.LiveJournal.com. And come find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash Aaron DNR. Sometimes I play sad games. Sometimes I play funny games. Sometimes. I just sit there. Sit there. Also, shout out to Roke and Infinite Anchor, our newest Discord joiners. We see y'all. Woo, 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 woo. Alright, bye. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Prodmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.